coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School, brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Old School here on this cloudy, cold Thursday. I'm not going to complain about the cold, though. Cloudy, wet, rainy Thursday. And I can say degrees. that. 50 degrees. 50. I need to wear a hoodie in May. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not weird. No. It's not weird at all. Join well, us. Jake was saying it snowed on a, on a, in May a few years ago. It mm-hmm. scared him quite a bit. Yeah, it's weird. Snow in the panhandle like the end of May. couple couple weeks ago. Yeah, this is the end. Which of it's May. the panhandle, so their weather is totally different. Yeah, but still, Memorial Day weekend. Like, yeah, what's going on? It's strange. The panhandle has its own weather. It's weird out there. But join us in the conversations here on Old School Honda Lincoln Hotline Sarder Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five, or see our beautiful faces on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, yourself. YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Well, I I always speak for myself, yeah. so you know it's, yeah. it's all good. I am. I'm gorgeous, so it's fine. It's the life you chose. <laughs> hey, look, it's a rough life, but somebody's got to do it. It's the life you chose. Sorry about it. Um, you, you just did a thing. I did. I did the thing that you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That during the break. Um, so Brett Baker was talking about random. Well, some other person football. is, and Brett replied to it. Okay, so random college football player. The first random ex-college football player that pops into your head. Now, does it should should we pref- should we make that ne- random Nebraska college football players? It can just, be, or it could or just, just be football players. It could just be players. a random. These are so random. Oh my! God. None of these are stars. Well, that that's kind of what it should be. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> right. Like, so the first one, the original poster, put Florida State quarterback Chris Ricks, which is random, but he's a quarterback. So, I never heard of him. No, I, I've heard of him. Okay. Um, Brett Baker, our friend Brett Baker, mm-hmm. put Mike Hohensey, a former Minnesota quarterback, who who was who was Washington, the Washington Federals of the original USFL, mm. who also played at RFK Stadium. Uh, he was the starting quarterback in in Week One. And Mike Hohensey, and he was he played so poorly that <laughs> the, the team disbanded. Um, no, it wasn't him. They, it just it was it was not good. Yeah, we're gonna blame him. It was not good. They they, they, they remember I remember their first game was against the Chicago Blitz, and the Chicago Blitz That's were a great name, right? It really is. Um, and they were led by former Washington Redskins head coach George Allen. So that was the pitch and sell was come and watch. Uh, George Allen faced the the generals, and the generals had some dudes. As a matter of fact, at some point, we had uh, Joe Gillum, who who actually beat out Terry Bradshaw for the starting quarter, quarterback job for the Steelers several times in his career. Uh, he he was actually all those Steeler years were supposed to be Joe Gill, Gillum, but Gillum had off the field issue. Um, but happens to a lot of people. He tried to revive his career and come back. 
through the USFL and he had he had a day and then he had three really bad days. Mm. <laughs> mm. So random guy Rick Badonic is uh was a guy who played for Maryland, played fullback. Rick Badonic. Um I'm trying to think of random random guys. Um, I can so I can go through the the other ones. Yeah, uh, let's go. Through I'm going to see how many of these you know because okay. you seem to know a lot. Uh, Oscar Davenport, no clue. Quarterback, North Carolina. No, don't remember. Chris Gamble, Ohio yes. State. Yes. I know Chris Gamble. Well, I've he's heard of Chris random. Gamble. He's, a, he's in the whole league. Yeah. he's in the whole league. Uh, T. A. McClendon. No. He apparently played running back for Philip Rivers at NC State, or wow. with Philip Rivers at NC State. Wow. Uh, this one's not that random. This one's actually pretty recent. Daryl Clark, Penn State quarterback. Is that recent? That's not that recent. Yeah, actually. That, Steve Manstead. Hammond Bean says Steve Manstead. Tony Hunt, running back, Penn State. Uh, Owen Schmidt. Big Slim says West Virginia. Uh, B.J. Daniels, USF, uh, USF quarterback. So you put Greg Elsinger. I think he's a lineman for USC. Or Iowa State. Yeah, One of those is true. The Federals did end up going south to Orlando. I guess is Iowa State. The first. <laughs> oh no, it's Minnesota. There's the M. Yeah, the there first. The first. The first game was against Chicago in a torrential downpour. Oh, perfect. And of course, the Redskins were like, "You're ruining our field." <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody says Kenny Walker. Seneca Wallace is. Seneca Wallace isn't random. Random. Yeah, he's he's a dude. He's a dude. Seneca Wallace is one of those names where you hear and you go, "Oh, I remember." My my former room, my former housemate was Matt Elliott, Mister Irrelevant from Michigan. Huh. I can't think of like random players right now. We like, had the, I, I just keep thinking of stars. We always we had the bit we had the Mister Irrelevant trophy oh, in the office in our office, and it's just a guy fumbling the football. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> you got a ring for it too. He had a really cool parade. Did he, he? Yeah, they get to go to like Disney World. And he, they're very important. Uh, we, I called him Gerber. I called because he he's because he looked like the Gerber baby, <laughs> except for he was three hundred pounds. Oh, Jory said I thought we were just going through random QBs from the past. My fault. No, you're good, Jory. No, it's just it's, random it's random college football. Random ex college football players. Yeah, guys who who who. Wow. Yeah, you could go through, like, uh, uh, man, Maryland. Uh, wow. Azizuddin Abdurrahouf. I'm sorry, what? Who played receiver for Maryland. Azizuddin? Uh-huh. Mm, so in the great that's comeback. That's not real. In the, gra- <laughs> in, the, in the great comeback against when they were down against Ber- uh, Bernie Kosar and, and Miami. Mm-hmm. And Maryland came back, led by Frank Reich. Frank Reich came off the bench and led them back uh, from from three touchdowns down to beat Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the deal. Random guys, who would be Nebraska like random guys who who started for Nebraska but may not have had like the full exposure. Mm, I don't know. I'm just I just typed in random Nebraska football players. I'm going through a Wikipedia right now. It's a lot of names, obviously. <laughs> no, I think Tuiasa Popo. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Marcus Tuiasa Sopo. That's a fair one. 
Um, what up, fellas? Stan I Gelbaugh. I sometimes wonder whatever happened to the Notre Dame guy that faked the girlfriend. Matt Teo, he's still in the NFL. He, he really is. And he's he got a big contract. He really Brandon Ragoni. They you? brought they brought the, he came up um Bob Mar- Oh, pecan pie, that's not nice. Manti <laughs> he came up yeah, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Um I'm trying to think. He came up in uh what was the conversation yesterday about oh, players who would who would have benefited the most from NIL. And he his name came up, right? He was look. He was like top of the world for a while there. Bob Martin from the, what? What position did, did Bob Martin? No idea. Yeah, the text line. These are see. some these are some crazy names, right? Oh, this is deep. D'Angelo Evans isn't random. Fred not Hoiberg. <laughs> We love D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What'd you do? Oh, I've gone down the rabbit hole. Oh, no. Like, there's some of these that I, like, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, they were stars. But at the same time, I'm like, were they stars? Like, or were they just stars to me? Or were they just stars to, you know, okay, whoever? Okay, so I just want to point out to you, I did not, in fact, make it, make it up. He is the the greatest player at Maryland to ever wear number eighty seven. A Abdul Raouf. I was. I, could, I. I'm telling you that that's not real. That can't be real. No, I know because he caught a touchdown in, in, in the fourth quarter to tie the game against Z- Miami. Z- they were down thirty one. It wasn't three touchdowns. So they were down thirty one <laughs> points and came back and won. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, perfect. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Some of the best names in the history Aziz- of the Zizidin. See, I'm not. I'm not making, see, I'm uh, turning around. That is a. My goodness. Yes, and they tried putting that, putting that on the back of a jersey. Yeah, I'd buy that jersey. <laughs> I, I think I tried to buy that jersey. <laughs> I think I tried to buy that jersey. Um, yeah. So Mississippi I mean, Mud Dog says, uh, "Random Husker player of the past fullback Steve Crewald." That is random. That is random. I feel like a lot of fullbacks are random. I mean, not for Nebraska because fullbacks were a mainstay were, for a long time. Were, but Steve Krewald. They were gods. That's random. They were gods. Tim Worth. I know who Tim Worth is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, so the randomness works. but the, it, So it went through how it all came up. So they went through and made a list of who they thought in the past would have benefited the most from NIL. Mm-hmm. And they went in several different spaces, but immediately my my brain went to the the, the the Fab Five. Can you imagine the Fab Five doing NIL? Oh my goodness! <laughs> right, right. I mean, you want to talk about NIL? You just talk about you know every our our weekly conversations with Everett Gray, just those UNLV squads, those UNLV teams. Five slam a jamma, because you think Larry. That I mean, would be a good one. Larry too. Johnson, Larry Johnson. I mean, because Larry Johnson was the best player in the country for three years. Yeah, for three years. Whew. Like it was just brutal. Also, think Christian Leitner would have done really well. Oh yeah, 
Grant Hill would have done extraordinarily. Jory says the 01 Hurricanes during NIL. They didn't need NIL. You, they were they, they were doing, yeah, they were they were doing NIL. <laughs> no, they would have made less money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they would have made less money during the NIL. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely would have made less money. Uh, I mean, those, those Nebraska the, teams in the 90s. Well, they they don't like to talk about it because then it puts value on individuals rather than yeah. team. Oh, but they would have made. But they would you can you imagine Tommy Frazier back then? I mean, I could just imagine the entire black shirts defense. Like they're doing something with I that. I hate to poke that bear. But But you're going to poke the bear. I'm going to poke, poke the, bear. the bear. Go ahead. Make sure it's a long stick. Well, I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> but make, make sure it's sturdy as well. So, who actually came up with the the like the phrasing to formalize black shirt? I don't know. I feel like it was before it was Jake back in the day. Jake Sorensen He's listening to music. He's he's trying to get. I his. know, but I'm still going to agitate him. I I I I, I want to know how it works. See if he's listening. So we're we're trying to figure out who is the originator, the person that gets credit for formulating black shirts. Like the jerseys were were always a part of what was going on. But who officially made the black shirts a movement? Who who gets credit for saying making, hey, this black shirt this black shirt practice thing needs to be a, a an official thing, and let's trademark it, patent it, or whatever it is. Um, Any idea? I don't know. That'd be a simple question. I, I should know that. I know we've mentioned that before in the past in terms of who gets credit there. I don't know if it's a coach or a player. I don't know if it's Charlie McBride who brought that up. Probably. I mean, that was the defensive coordinator back when Nebraska was making that kind of a thing. Has it been patented? I don't know. Trademark? We don't know. Ricky, you got anything in there? Uh, I looked it up. So the nickname, originally two words, black shirts, dates to Bob Devaney's third season as coach and is derived from the black pullover contrast jerseys worn by defensive players in practice. Exactly when the jerseys were purchased is a matter of some debate. Uh, the most likely time frame is the second week of the 64 season when Nebraska traveled to Minneapolis. Um. So, but the from the business standpoint of actually locking down the, 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 the name black shirt and making it official, we don't know. No. I'm sure someone out there knows i i don't know off the top well of the, so the, te- the, the nick- text it says the nickname caught on almost immediately uh 1968 uh by mid-season the lincoln and omaha newspapers were using it the defensive unit got its black shirt tag because the members wore black pullover shirts in practice the world herald well i know that I, I know that they were that 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 the black shirts him going down the sporting good and is getting the practice jerseys mm-hmm. but actually using the phrase black shirts and then formalizing formalizing yeah i'm just i'm trying to i'm just and it's all over some say devaney some say um yeah yeah this just says devaney and now it's so it you know started with like the black jerseys and and then being called that That, with devaney but now it's saying that's not unique what i'm at (laughs) yeah like because all across the country yeah you separate yeah by jerseys and pullovers and, and 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 that but what i'm asking is what who formalized it to, to where it is now? 
That is a great question that it does not have. Okay, here. so we, we can do that. Um, they said they think Lyle Bremser made it mainstream, but somebody is putting it on Nebraska gear, and there was a point there has to be a string attached to it. When did the when did the skull and crossbones come into play? Right, right. Like I mean, I think that's that's those my are question. the questions. Because like you you know you got the black shirts, but when did the skull and crossbones come into play? When did throwing the bones come into play? Like all all of that. Like when did you get all of that, and it became like a like a thing. Like so, with point like pipeline, same thing with pipeline hogs, the hogs in DC, the players. Bugle would Bugle used the term. Coach Joe Bugle used the term, mm-hmm. like because he would talk about his fat guys down there. You're like, we're going out there with the fat guys, and we'll, we'll the fat guys will help us win. And somebody said, no, you, what do you what do you mean? He goes, look at them, they look like hogs. And then he started to use the term, but then the players, mm-hmm. Doc Walker, George George Stark actually was the guy who trademarked patented hogs and started the process of selling hog shirts, taking hogs. They have a hogs night out, like black tie uh, poster that was top seller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the pig noses and all those things. Yeah. So the players caught the benefit of it. And it was unique to that point because players weren't doing that sort of business. But of course- you know, George Stark being the Yale guy, or the, <laughs> the Ivy League guy. Yeah. I don't know, it wasn't Yale. It was uh, Ivy League. Um, Colgate. Uh, but <laughs> Toothpaste. He, he took it and went business with it. Somebody got their hands on this and made it what it is, or at least started it on, it, on the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And so I would be curious to know what that was. We need so to, maybe we can find that out. We need to ask People that know. The, well, that's simple. Older Nebraska fans. Well, that's, well, that's just simple. They should know. Um, but a couple of things. In the NIL, so if, if the, the ones that would go would have gone the biggest, um, names like Tim Tebow, Vince Young during his run. The Boz. The Boz would have certainly been top five. As a matter of fact, I think the Boz did, did that level of business then anyway. Uh, Bo Jackson, you, you see what he did as soon as he got – to the pro, but I don't think he would have done it at Auburn. Well, he won the Heisman, but it, it, I don't. I'm not sure that Bo was that sort of personality at that point. Dion was a bigger star Ooh. in college. Dion, Dion was Dion was prime time in college. Like I'm, I don't, I don't want to throw accusations. Would Dion have made less money with NIL? <laughs> valid question. Valid, absolutely valid question. Um, yeah. Uh, Eric Dickerson definitely would have made less money with NIL. Oh, no kidding. Uh, Reggie Bush is certainly on the list. Yeah. Uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Ooh. Bird. What? Mm. Bird would have absolutely. Bird, would Larry Bird, Bird have, have 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 actually done NIL? Like, would he have actually? Yeah, because he doesn't he, seem like he like people would have offered it to him, and he seems like a guy that's just like I don't. No, I, don't I, care. I think he would have done it. Remember, I mean him, you know. On on the cover of Sports Illustrated, yeah, like that was a big deal. I mean, look, the dude, <laughs> the it's dude didn't want to hire somebody to do his parents' driveway, right? Like they, Magic and Bird, changed March Madness and the NBA. Oh, what is his name? Kels- Mississippi Mud Dog Shoelace, Michigan quarterback. Uh, Denard Denard Rot. No, that wasn't his name. Was it Denard Robinson? Denard Robinson. Yeah. 
Shoelace, yeah, because he had Velcro shoes. He would have done fantastic in the NIL. I mean, there's so many people. Uh, Johnny Menzel, who, of course. Johnny Menzel would have made less money. Yeah, A&M did well by him. He even, he's come out and said that he was getting paid to sign autographs and sell shirts and jerseys as, as it was down there. So if you would have put a cap on how much he had to, well, not like a cap, but he was doing fine for himself. Yeah, he made a lot of money. He made, he made a lot of money. That West that West Virginia squad with uh, Geno Smith and uh, oh what is his name wide receiver kick return specialist he played for the Cowboys for a bit oh Austin Austin yes Tavon Austin mm-hmm. that well, wa- yeah but they're not they're not even in the top hundred no but they would I, they would they're have been not even pretty the top well. hundred I I I, I that think that was a fun squad Tavon Austin was fun yeah but I mean it, like Anthony Carter at Michigan forty years prior to that was. The same dude. DeAnthony Thompson. Desmond that, Howard might, might have been. What about that Oregon squad when they, like, got to Oregon with all the flashy no, colors? No, but they – I mean, that was done outside of them. That was done by Nike. Yeah. That was done by Nike for them. And it, there was still not a star in it. It was just a bunch of dudes. Just a random dude. Right. Like Everybody I, just I, keeps saying Tim Tebow. Yes, Tim Tebow would have been Tim, Tim Tebow would have been – well, Zion got his. Zion got his. I think. I think the. I think looking back, that Christian Leitner and and Grant Hill Christian would have got so much money. Um, Jordan, even in North. Well, but Jordan wasn't Jordan in North Carolina. No. Well, you, his you, you freshman, he hit the shot. When, once he hit it, so his sophomore, junior year, he would have. Yeah. Lenny Bias would have made just Ooh. just ridiculous amounts of money. Um, Derrick Rose would have made less money. Uh, yeah, he would have. Went to when he went went to Memphis. Well, well, but 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 big because he went to Memphis. Yeah, and another thing that happens also, a lot of players wouldn't have gone where they where they went. No, like it would have changed. Yeah, Shaq at LSU, absolutely. Oh my goodness, Shaq at LSU, Pistol Pete. Eh. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Yeah. Well, you remember the, the the shoe deals? Pistol Pete was ahead of the game when it came to that stuff, because Pistol Pete. I mean, the, the 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 just from socks alone, he had kids all over America wearing weird socks, mm-hmm. floppy socks to, to be in, <laughs> you know. Um, and then the first, probably, yeah. That this is good. We'll 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 we'll, we'll stay. We'll go to break. Yeah. No, not Grayson Allen. Uh, we- <laughs> Carmelo would have made less money. Yeah, yeah. We'll toward the break. When we come back, um, I, I want to finish that, and then I want to get back into the whole betting thing because. That 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 lawsuit is is just mind blowing, and I want to get some understanding for what happened. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 